Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Nicholas Mancini, currently the pastor of Sacred Heart of Mary Parish in Louisville, and he's the spiritual director for us here at Living Bread Radio. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. It's great to see you again. Good to be back. Yeah. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT about what we believe as Catholics, and today we're going to uh, start with question uh, 56. What do we mean when we say that man or people are created in the image and likeness of God? Well, the creation of man is clearly distinguished from the creation of other living things. Uh, Man is a person, which means that through his understanding and his will, he can decide for or against love. And I think when we look at this, we see here the concept throughout the the uh, book of Genesis, uh, of course, with the creation of Adam and Eve and, and their free will, you know, after they, uh, you know, realized what they had done and sinning and so forth, committing that original sin. They realized their nakedness and they were fending now for themselves. So we as individuals know good and evil and either we decide for or against the love of our creator. Awesome. So, how should man treat animals and other fellow creatures? A man should honor the Creator and other creatures and treat them carefully and responsibly. Man, animals, and plants have the same Creator who called them into being out of love. Therefore, a love of animals is profoundly human. Uh, When one hears this, one thinks automatically of... uh, the picture of St. Francis of Assisi, uh, how he loved the animals, and he would go to the animals, the animals would come to him. Uh, so there is that relationship and, and that love for God's creation. Okay. So question 58 asks, what does it mean to say that man was created in God's image? Well, unlike inanimate objects, uh, plants and animals, man is a person endowed with the spirit. This characteristic unites him with God more than with his visible fellow creatures. Uh, Man is not a something, but rather a someone. Just as we say about God that he is a person, so too we say this about man. Man can think beyond his immediate horizon and measure with the whole breadth of being. He can even know himself objectively and work to improve himself. Uh, He can perceive others as persons, understanding them in their dignity and love them. Of all the visible creatures, man alone is able to know and love his creator. Man is destined to live with him in friendship. Uh, The Second Vatican Council in Gaudium et Spes brought this out very beautifully. 
So we see that this relationship with our God, relationship with man, with all of creation is the beauty of the love of God. So would you say that one of the differences between men and animals is basically our ability to love? Would that be one of the differences? Right. And the fact that man has an immortal soul. God breathed that into man, that life, that immortal soul. So animals don't have souls, but we no, do. We do. Man, man has a soul. I think another point uh, that could be made here is that we aren't angels either. A lot of times when people die, I read obituaries where they say, angel, heaven gained an angel today. And I'm mm -hmm. thinking, no, they didn't, because we're actually above the angels, aren't we, Father? Yes, yes. And when we see this, you know, we think sometimes, you know, what are the angels? Okay, we know what angels are, but man and his relationship with God is totally that image of God. We are created in God's image and likeness. And that soul, when it leaves the body, stands before the Almighty. And I think that's what we have to keep in mind. We don't hear that word too often. And, and a lot of times we have to understand soul is part. It's in us. God breathed that into us, gave us an immortal soul. And that when we die, the soul leaves this body and goes back to God. And that's the beauty of this whole relationship to love God. So wh why did God make man? What God, was his purpose? Well, I was going to say this purpose of making, you know, why God made us. God made everything for man. Man, however, who is the only creature on earth that God has willed for his own sake, was created in order to be blessed. This happens when he knows, loves, and serves God and lives in gratitude towards his creator. Um, let's just look at that for a moment. This gratitude is love that has been acknowledged. Uh, someone who is grateful turns freely to the giver of the good and enters into a new, deeper relationship with him. God wishes us to acknowledge his love and even now to live our whole life in relation with him. This relationship lasts forever, and that's the beauty of it. You know, our relationship with God, to know him, love him, and serve him. When, when I discuss with my youngest son, he uh, seems to have doubts about the existence of God. And I remind him that God created him because he loves him. Mm -hmm. If he didn't love you, he wouldn't have created you. And because he loved you, you were a gift to your mother and I. And now you're a gift to all your friends, you know, and the people you work with and so forth. So I think, you know, understanding who God is, why he does what he does, I think we first have to understand that God is love and that God does everything out of love and especially out of love for each one of us. Mm -hmm. This is true. And, you know, this idea that God loved man for their sake he created the cosmos. He subjected everything on the earth. He gave man everything. And once again, you go back to the book of Genesis. Adam gave names to the animals and so forth. And the relationship with God is truly one in which we, as children of God, must keep in that knowledge of knowing him, loving him, and serving him. And to know God is to really be part of understanding him 
through his word, the scriptures, to know the scripture, to understand what is there for us, to love God and to serve him through the celebration of the Holy Mass, our attendance at Mass on Sundays, holy days, uh, through the sacrament of reconciliation, making sure that our soul is in a good relationship with the Almighty in that state of sanctifying grace. So all of this makes us one with God, and God gives us these tremendous gifts because he loves us so much. And the greatest gift, his divine son, Jesus Christ, uh, who suffered and died on the cross for us and rose again that we may have eternal life. Father, would it be safe to say that Jesus is the greatest example of a man that's ever been? Uh, Jesus is unique because he shows us not only God's true nature, but also the true ideal of a man. Jesus was more than an ideal man. Even seemingly ideal men are sinners. That is why no man can be the measure of humanity. Jesus, however, was without sin. We cannot know what it means to be a man and what makes man infinitely lovable in the truest sense of the word, except in Jesus Christ, who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sinning. We see this in Hebrews 4.15. Also, Jesus, the Son of God, is the authentic true man. In him we recognize how God willed man to be. So if we follow that beautiful example of our Lord, humility, meekness, kindness, patience, understanding, all of these things, the beauty of Christ is revealed through us to others. One of the things that I like to share with my son in his questioning of whether God exists or not the first point I make is that God created you, Vince, because he loves you. And he wants you to be with him forever in heaven. And because we're sinners, the second thing God did in proof that God exists and that he loves you is he sent his only son to become man, to set the example, to suffer, to die, and to rise in victory over sin and death. So the first thing is he created you because he loved you. But he wanted you forever in heaven with him, so he sent his only son to redeem us from our sins and to actually die in your place because we deserve the cross. We deserve death. We don't deserve eternal life, but because God loves us, he wants us to have that gift. Mm -hmm. And so he gave us Jesus so that we have the opportunity and not the guarantee of heaven. Uh, it's like I like to say on my, on my, uh, my TV show that I do that Jesus offers us this free gift, but we don't have to take it. We can say no. So even though we don't deserve it and we can't earn it, we don't work our way to heaven, we do have to be able to say yes to God's free gift of eternal life. So we have to be in a state of grace, because if we're not in a state of grace, Satan will cover our eyes and our ability to recognize the value of the gift that God's giving us, which is Jesus, who is eternal life. Yes, Beautifully said. And this is, you know, the fact that Christ is, you know, lived among us, taught us, instructed us how to follow him, I think is the best example. Mm 
of the beauty of the love of God. Because Jesus says, he who loves you loves me. And when we follow that example, we see Christ in every living person. Man, woman, and child. There is the joy of Jesus Christ. Awesome. So real quick, the last question uh, for today. And what, uh, what does it mean to say that all men are created equal? All men are equal in as much as they have the same origin in the one creative love of God. All men have their Savior in Jesus Christ. All men are destined to find their happiness and their eternal blessedness in God. Hence, all men are brothers and sisters. Christians should practice solidarity not only with other Christians, but with everyone and oppose the ideas of racism and all divisions against the human family. Well said, Father. You've been listening to Father Nicholas Mancini as we go through the UCAT, and we learn who God is and, and what he is and why he made man. Uh, we have hundreds of past Faith with Father shows archived, and we are now podcasting all of the new shows. You can subscribe right now on our website, livingbreadradio.com. Go to the Programming tab and click on Faith with Father. I want to thank you for joining us. For Living Bread Radio and Faithful Father, this has been your host, Tim Perry, reminding you that it's not too late to go back to confession and to start going to Mass. So if it's been a while, now would be a great time this Saturday to go to your church and to turn from your sins and to turn to God and to experience the love of God and the sacrament of reconciliation. Until next time, bye for now. This has been Faith with Father a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.